Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Mazerl, and with everyone else here at Popped Off, I'm excited to welcome you to another episode of Phoenix Watch, that, ep that little show dedicated entirely to you, the community growing around Ashes of Creation. This episode is a little late in coming. We had the holidays pop up where we took some time off because it's just a nightmare trying to get people scheduled around Christmas. And then, of course, America decided to have a coup attempt, and that kind of set us back a week because it felt important to keep an eye out on that. But as fun and horrifying as real world politics are, I do really love talking in-game politics, especially like the internal power struggles of different guilds. So kind of in that spirit, let me introduce you to the guild leader of the Raiders and all orc roleplay PVP guild, Plate the guild leader, along uh, with Malator, his NA officer. How are you guys doing today? Good, good. Awesome. Glad to have you guys on the show and Kind of just to get us started, how, how about we start off with you, Plate, as the guild leader? Um, how, how about we just kind of start with your gaming experience and how that grew into you being a, a guild leader? Yeah, awesome. Um, so I just want to go ahead and thank you for having us on the show. This is an awesome opportunity. But um, yeah, so my gaming background kind of started about when I was around 10 um, and then evolved ever since and from bouncing from council to PC back to council back to PC and eventually settling on PC. But um, yeah, in terms of being a guild leader, this, this will be my first, first ever guild being ran. Um, and so far so good. I mean, I don't know entirely what being a great guild leader entails, but I think I'm doing an all right job so far, <laughs> but um, yeah. Right on. And Malator, how about about yourself, um, your gaming experience, and how you came to be part of the Raiders? Um, I've always been a part of the PC gaming. I never really bothered too much with consoles. Uh, I started all the way back in Devious Mud, um, and then just played PC games all through the years. I came across the guild, though, when I heard about Astro Creation and immediately started looking for a guild, a uh, plates guild. Uh, drew my attention pretty quick and i think i was one of the first or the first member to join the guild if i'm right i'm mm -hmm. not I'm, i don't remember too sure about yeah that. i think i think you were about third the third guy or second to third guy i want to say yeah i was i was one of the very few and um after that the guild just exploded really quick actually um but yeah uh that's how it started with us with y'all's gaming experience can i assume Ashes won't be your first MMO, or is it? No, no, definitely not. Um, so my first MMO was EQ1 back in the day. Um, and then I've played pretty much every single MMO. Uh, not Korean MMO. I I've, I've did play a little bit of um, just some free Korean, or sorry, free Asian MMOs that were like always free to play. I always did that like when I was in like middle school and all that because we never had money to buy a subscription or anything so um we were just me and my friends would just play free mmos and stuff but um yeah every, everything from eq1 to wow to um swotor to guild wars 2 to i don't even know what's what's con what's current right now but um we did a little bit get back into uh World of Warcraft, but I'm just kind of just having some fun with that. Nothing too serious. Yeah, same here. Um, I played World of Warcraft, and I I still play now. I've been playing since the beginning of Burning Crusade, and just absolutely love it. Um, 
But I started all the way back in Devious Mud, and then when it developed into RuneScape, I continued playing that. Um, so that's I've always been playing MMOs. All right, right on. And then I, I gotta ask for RuneScape: Is it RuneScape or OSRS for you? I play both. Right on. Um, yeah, RuneScape's yeah, so great. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> so it sounds like you guys have a, a healthy like spectrum of MMOs, because I, I would say. And I, I haven't met too many people who would disagree. Like, you've got World of Warcraft on one side, and you have what Ashes wants to be way on another. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And with Classic being kind of I, I maybe, like, in the middle, whereas, like, World of Warcraft, especially retail, the current one, I I say it's more of an ARPG, and I think a lot of people can agree with that, where the, the, the whole feedback loop is kill a monster, grind for gear to kill bigger monsters. And that's the whole game. That's the end game in a nutshell with everything stripped away because the community stuff really isn't as important uh guilds help you kill monsters and i i always advise people to join one but whereas in ashes you're gonna want a guild just to survive <laughs> yeah um so you guys would say you would agree with that oh fully 100 percent. right on um and i i know it up so before we dig into like the real nitty gritty of the conversation, which will be guilds for survival and of course like guild v guild uh, PvP, which is something I know you guys are focused on. Mm -hmm. um, let's start off with like about your guild. What what would you say is the uh, the focus and end goal of your guild? Yep. So um, well, I just want to go back to the foundation of it. So I, when I created it, I originally created a guild that wasn't RP guild and it wasn't an orc primary guild so we did much of the same as every other guild to focus on uh everything a bit of everything um we were still hardcore and but we we do allow or we did allow more people to kind of just do whatever they want type of thing um but i know with that um if you want to do that you have to have a lot of numbers you know you have to have the numbers to be able to support all the different facets of what people want to do so um I noticed that um, after like the first surge of people, I noticed that we had to kind of re-gear and much of which I wanted to re-gear because I wanted to um, kind of define the guild into a specific area of the game. You know, I didn't want to be everything, which I know that there's a lot of big guilds out there. And if you guys are interested in that um, listening, go for one of those big guilds because we are not it. We are we are definitely a guild that wants to focus on um, player versus player, but also PVE in, in some regards, um, which a big part of the game w will be uh, PVE. But um, we also do like role-playing because creating a story just enriches the environment and the immersion to the game um, on the player front of something that the that's player-influenced. Also, we want to... Um, Sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, also, we want to um, focus on uh, kind of that dominance in the world, but we know that uh, we're going to have to have our allies and, and our friends to be able to accomplish that goal. And we found that within the RP community, they're very good at setting that up and they're very good at talking with each other and working it out. So um, plus, it's, plus it's a huge, huge uh, element that further further stretches the game you know um but 
in the sense of what we are as a guild is is we primarily decided to go orc because we I personally didn't see any other orc guilds out there especially with um that much of any other racial specific racial guilds out there and I was drawn to it. I know uh, Malator and a lot of other people were drawn to it too. We were kind of deciding between the dwarves going to full dwarf guild or going to full orc guild. And I just felt like the orcs were just so much cooler. Um, Renkai, that is, in in my opinion. But mm-hmm. um, the Vec are also cool too. But yeah, so we, we decided to do that. Um, and then I was really reluctant that everybody was on board. Um, some people still in the guild do not want to play an orc. They made it clear to me that they do not want to play an orc. And I said, okay, that's fine. Um, we could just write you a, a cool, like, um, traitor type of story that you're traitor to the, uh, current race that you are, that you now seek refuge in living amongst the orcs and stuff like that, which makes RP another fun element with that, because we can kind of give you a reason to be here, you know, um, that you're not just the sole, um, uh, mismatch type for the guild. But, um, yeah, in terms of that, it's um, it's a full RP guild that we have our writers working on, and we have Lords of Duneheim, which also referenced me to this show, which is why we're on the show, thanks to them, yeah. um, and Thogli. But yeah, so we uh, we decided, and we're in the works to doing a a war type um, story between the two two guilds, and um, kind of further pushing our existence into. Uh, Vera from Sanctus back into Vera and and um, furthermore, but um, yeah, which which is even cool in in a different element is because we'll see the events play out in real time based on playing the game with with them and stuff like that. So um, yeah, um, full RP guild, full orc guild, and full PvP guild slash PVE guild. We'd be mm-hmm. doing crafting so. And are you guys already like determining like who would be the victor? Or are you letting all of that just kind of happen in game and then whoever wins, you just adjust from there? Yeah, it's it's not so much like one being the victor. It's more a series of short battles type of thing. Um, but maybe sure. in the fall of one or two's um kingdoms per se, we can we can work that out. But um because we we diff have different strategies of how we want to go about doing this, but we want to create that that storyline you know between the two um and and um mal's gonna be be doing that a lot just because it's gonna be happening more so on the na because uh the lords of dunheim are an na guild so yeah um fair enough um so before we dig deeper because that definitely is gonna like hit hard the uh, the primary part of this conversation Let, let's get a little bit more with the the guild structure so would you consider you guys um like a hardcore guild or are you are you leaning a bit more casual no we're we're definitely leaning a lot more hardcore um but we know that like with hardcore you know there there comes trials and tribulations and stuff like that so um but we just we just have a really dedicated group of people that want to um beat other people up and also <laughs> kill mobs you know and and also do some animal husbandry and and crafting Mm -hmm. and um be on the seas because we do have we plan to have a big uh ship presence in the world so it's gonna be fun it's gonna be really fun i I think it would be Mm -hmm. more like we are to a degree hardcore we want to be able to you know still 
play the game and and progress through it um mm-hmm. at a uh I wouldn't say an elite level, but you know, get up there uh pretty sure. high. But we're also going to accommodate the people that don't want to do that or just not quite ready for that sort of play style and you know, just support one another in it. So, from what I'm hearing, you guys probably won't have a you have to log in four days a week or anything no 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 like i don't even like to do that i just encourage you guys to play and play a lot you know but i mean Mm -hmm. i'm also a dad i'm a new father so i mean i can't i have to live up to the uh to my adult or to my orcs you know (laughs) Yeah. yeah um and so knowing the current size of your guild and kind of kind of your focus how how large would you like to see the guild grow do you think there's going to be a point where it's a little too big or are you wanting to stay with the specialized but highly skilled uh smaller guild you know we we talked about this too um mal do you want to take this one or you want me to take it well uh i yeah i can take it yeah go ahead we we did talk about it and where it would be nice to have that that large guild and to um have a big player base we've also recognized that having those large uh, numbers could change the experience of the game so i think we're we're gonna try and keep it at a reasonable number one that's a little easier to manage at the same time and instead of having um you know those huge numbers and having to manage all that we would be more likely reaching out to other people that would just want to play along with us uh, once we reach the number that we're comfortable with. Okay, so intimate quality over quantity is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. Sure. Plus, we know that ashes won't necessarily um, thrive on big guilds, you know. So um, we'll see with alliances and and node occupation and everything of how we can accomplish that goals and what we have in mind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and talking about node occupation, do you guys have a preference for where you're going to try to build a node? And uh, I, I know every guild says they strive for a metropolis, but if you guys are going to be like try to have a big seek, like, are, are, do you think you might be a bit more nomadic? I think we've we've talked about this one also, and mm-hmm. we kind of went back a and lot forth. actually. Yeah. yeah, a lot. Yeah. And at first, when we when when the guild was really starting to boom, we we were pushing for metropolis. We wanted it. We that's what we were gonna. That was our end goal was metropolis. Um, but as time went on, and as we continued talking, we suddenly kind of realized that uh, this might not be. Uh, up our alley, especially with the direction that we're going. Um, so I think at this point, it, I'm pretty sure it's still up in the air. We haven't really came to an end stone decision on it. But um, probably going a- as high as we possibly can and just rolling with the punches on that one. Especially if there's another node nearby that's a higher level than us and it might be even impossible to get that Metropolis okay yeah 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 let me just touch on that real quick yeah um yeah totally agree with that and um we yeah we recognize that it's it's probably not realistic to get a uh, metropolis with our size of our guild just based on um everything but that doesn't mean that we can also align with a different guild and then 
our goals would have now changed, you know? So, um, we did, we did originally want the metropolis and we think, and it's more realistic to just go with, um, the highest we can get it. You know, we, we said that we'd be comfortable with the town. We'd be comfortable, which I think is a node three, I want to say stage mm-hmm. three. Um, but also we can go up higher and, um, where we plan to position on the map, um, is a few different locations. We haven't fully set in stone. We do have favorites. Um, I don't want to say it yet just based off of, I don't want too many people going there, you know? Um, but also we do plan if, if we do, we have a few different, um, ideas in mind, but if we do get a large enough player base, um, or maybe small enough, we have to see really how it works in game, but we can occupy a few nodes and that our guild is spread across, say, three nodes that we all can kind of work in, you know? So we'll definitely see on it. Yeah, right on. Um, and that, that kind of transitions us closer to the real meat of the conversation, which I know I've kind of hinted at, which will be roleplay PvP. Mm-hmm. Um, my last episode was with Kayvon talking about, and it was a two-part episode, the second part being the, uh, the Ashen Pillars a coalition of 25 and growing guilds of roleplay guilds that are trying to build up a living, breathing community and like kingdom and everything. I know you guys are a part of that. Are you going to try to like settle somewhat close to that? So you have like a bunch of role players around you, even if you're out on the outskirts and make it kind of dangerous to get in or something like that. Is that something you guys have talked about? Um, I don't think we've talked about that primarily in the guild per se, but I have talked to the guy that runs that discord. Um, and they don't necessarily require any specific area of the map to be next to each other. Cause I asked him, I was like, do we need to all be next to each other? Or can we be spread out? Cause we have a lot of, um, thoughts on where we want to go and different strategies. And he said, no, you know, you can, you can go where you like, um, I think more of the RP element is going to happen when you encounter those people or if it's staged and you guys make a battle between each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it'll be fine. I, I'm We're more so looking and working with Lords of Duneheim to remain close to them um, and any allies in the area that would like to ally with us. But um, Yeah, and from what I'm hearing, it's like, because I know you, got, you and Lords of Duneheim discussed like, already building up some battles but mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean if another guild comes in and this is going to start moving us so when i when i made that post specifically on the reddit a lot of people and i say a lot it's like three or four people um were like great i can't wait to kill them all kind of just thinking that because you're role players you really don't we're know weenies <laughs> yeah um yeah no. Which means, like, <laughs> knowing that there's going to be, like, this, not only is this server, this realm, the one that has most of the role players, which I think is a large port, like, point is to help people, like, guide them there. Since uh, Steven is staunchly against segregated realms, he, do- he doesn't want, like, this is a PvP, this is a PvE, this is a, right, a role play. Based, yeah. um, so, like, we, we know a lot of role players that go there, and a lot of them will be, like, they just want to log in, fish chop some wood, kill a wolf. They don't really want to deal with the PvP aspect, which, yes, it's a big part of the game, but not everybody wants that part of it. It's fine. Mm. Um, 
So you guys are definitely going to get some guilds that that attack that solely for the sake of let's go let's go pick on some role players. Yeah, um, we um mm -hmm. we've actually well, I don't know if we have, but I know I have. Uh, I talked to Thogly and a couple of his members as well about you know the whole PvP aspect of Ashes of Creation and what would happen if we were to you know battle one another and. We agreed that we would, you know, coordinate times and places and things like that. And sometimes even in, in some cases, we wouldn't even PvP. We would just roleplay it out and, and things like that. And then there, there's also those those guilds that aren't roleplaying, but still want to engage in PvP. And they would come and attack us. Um, in that aspect, if it's out of the roleplay, you know, Thogly and his guild would come help out and things like that. So even though we're against each other in the RP, outside of the RP, we're going to help each other out one way or another. Okay, so I, I do kind of, the, the vision in my head now, the, the metaphor building is the kids building a sandcastle. You guys might be playing like make-believe and just having fun with your own narrative, but if the big bully comes by, you're just going to swarm him. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We also <laughs> we also talked about this in PVE aspect too. If we need uh, spots or if we need players to fill spots on the raid, then they're happy to um, fill them for us, and and vice versa. So. Okay. So it does sound like joining you guys. Like if somebody wants to be an orc, they're they're not just joining an orc guild. They're joining like a whole community, which is right. awesome. I love to hear right. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. For PvP in Ashes Creation, we're going to start pulling a little away from the roleplay because um, there, there's a lot fuel in it. And, it. and it can be roleplay. It could just be like interesting narratives and kind of just seeing where the story takes you. Um, there's also, of course, and I, I know like a lot of guilds on the uh, on the Discord, they've been around for so long that there are people that's like, I just don't like that guy, so I want to kill him over yeah. and over again. Definitely just going to happen. Um I, how am I, what am I trying to say here? Uh, what What are your guys' opinions of like how Ashes is building up its its PvP system, especially compared to something like World of Warcraft, where World PvP is functionally pointless outside of like once a week every patch, and otherwise you you just you feel like the other guy's just a dick for killing you because there's just no point to it. You get nothing out of it. Right. If that makes sense. I think that the PVP in Ashes is going to be very in our favor. So we plan to, outside of RP, um, when we cross a guild, we know that's not an RP guild. We're just going to treat it as a player versus player. You know, we're not going to RP with them. Mm -hmm. The only thing that we're going to RP maybe is if we do chat like general to them, we'll like chat and orc and stuff like that. So they don't know what we're saying or like we kind of give that novelty to that RP element to them. Even though they know they're fighting an RP guild, but they know that this RP, we don't get rolled over, you know, like mm -hmm. we plan to raid other people outside of RP. We plan to um, siege castles outside of RP. You know, it might be an RP that we or. RP that we can write it into where we seize this castle that was full of a bunch of bandits or whatever, like, you know, sure. but it's really a guild per se or the guild or whatever, you know? Um, so we could even write it in ourselves, but outside of that, we're still going to play the game. We're still going to play the game, like how we play the game, you know, um, it's not going to really change our mindset um, in terms of, oh, you're not an RP guild or, um, 
we're going to allow you to just kill us because we just like the RP element. No, it's not that it's, we play the game as you play the game. So if you guys want to attack us, we're going to attack you. And if that starts a war, that's all right. We're going to keep the war going, you know? Sure. And just as, as just players, um, are, are you guys happy with how ashes is building up these systems, the PVP systems as, as far as like, if you kill someone out in the world, you can actually loot their corpse. Um, and of course, corruption is a big thing that, Mm-hmm. A lot of people go back and forth on because they're already trying to find ways of breaking it. Do you guys like the idea of corruption, or you go uh, first? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I I personally like it because you know just like you say in World of Warcraft, you know when you're P- PvPing and you're just constantly dying to this one guy for no reason, you know it it kind of deters you from doing that. Um, so I, I I really do like that because myself, even though I do play PvP, um, if I'm the only guy out there and I'm just getting hammered by three or four guys at the same time all the time, I would get a little irritated and just want to log out. Um, so that's my opinion on it. I I do like the system that they have going on, and um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty pleased with it. Are Are you in about the same mindset? Yes, uh, actually, yeah. So just to touch on what he said, um, I I love the fact, I love, I love, absolutely love killing people for no reason in every video game. And if I He's could do it- He's the guy I don't like. Yeah, I, I will do it. I'm serious. I, I will kill you for no reason just because you walked past me or I want your things or whatever it is. And the fact that we can get resources off of dead bodies makes me want to do it even more. So sure. um, the cool thing though, which- I feel like I still need a restriction with that, you know, and with this whole um, opt-in PVP type of thing, it's kind of like a soft opt-in too, you know, if you want to engage back, you opt-in, you know, Um, which I like, you know, and then it turns you both purple and then you guys are both combatants and you guys can fight amongst each other without any penalties. But if I'm just constantly killing you, I can become uh, corrupted and then I'm outlawed pretty much to the world and we're going to know also if we see any red people we're going to just kill them you know there's there's both sides of the coin there mm-hmm. um and then the other element that i like that they added was with the bounty hunter system with being able to go ahead and go hunt those corrupted but between the corrupted and the bounty hunters there's no penalties even there so um it's going to be very interesting in how everything's going to be fighting so you might get a guy killing um an innocent person which his friend or which another guy is trying to kill him which a bounty hunter is trying to kill the corrupted guy i mean it's going to be pretty cheesy you know Mm -hmm. um but i like it i like i like what they're trying to do it's very complex and it hasn't been in any other mmo thus far so we'll see how it plays out it could blow up in our faces we don't know that um but i just feel like majority of people are going to be pretty cool with each other you know um yeah but once they uh, once they see some corrupted, they might definitely jump on it. I know for me, I'm I'm a huge fan of corruption. A a, a large problem in the previous expansion for World of Warcraft was a, a lot of people were leveling alts towards the end of that expansion, and they were just trying to get everything ready to be a new main in Shadowlands. So you had like a single 120 could shut down an entire zone. Mm-hmm. There's just no counterplay to it. I'm a hundred levels below you. I'm one shot. And a lot of like anytime I brought that up in a conversation, people were like, well, just turn off PvP. It's like, but I have to be in a rested zone to turn that off. I can't even get to the inn 
right. to turn it off because I'm yeah, dying. Actually, like, I think oh, you gotta, yeah, with war mode, you actually, I think you have to go to your main city just to turn uh, it you off. You can go into any inn to turn it off. You have to be at the main city, the Stormwind or Orgrimmar, to turn it on. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I couldn't even get to the inn. Like, all of the zone was shut. I, I couldn't get there. And on top of that, it was uh, so. Not only could I not do that. Uh, the more I died, the longer it took for me to respawn. And people are like, well, yeah, that's so people don't game the system. Like, so I died in one hit. I now have to wait two minutes. Like, I'm being further punished while this guy's just doing whatever. And people are like, well, just call your 120 friends. It's like, but they are they don't exist. <laughs> yeah. Or they're, uh, or they're then, leveling alts, too. <laughs> exactly. And my, and like the last thing I would say is log <laughs> off. And I'm like, yeah. but. How bad is your system if the only real counterplay is to walk away for four hours and hope you're not still there? Um, yeah. And I never liked that. And like, I know it feels kind of like just me being salty against the camper. For me, uh, like there was a great conversation on the forums a few, I think about last month now, where someone was like, what is griefing for you? And for my comment, it was repetition. Like you played, if, if, you were just flying over my head and you're like, oh, that's that's easy pickings. You kill me and then you get back on your bird and you fly off. Okay, that's the that's the danger, the excitement of world PvP. It happens. And that, that's the point of like feeling good about like I would be lying if I said if I'm not like on my max level character right now, if I have to go into a low level area, if I'm not like spying for somebody to just get a quick kill. But I'm not gonna sit there for an hour and just ruin their game. I don't there's nothing gained from that. For me at least. Um so I like that corruption makes it where it's not all on the person being killed. It, it, it balances it out more. I'm super hyped for that. And that there's a reason for it. Because if you're, even if you're camping me, at least I get like, at least you're getting something. <laughs> and I know eventually I'm going to kill you. Um, so yeah, I'm, I like that they've at least considered balancing it out. I'm hoping the system doesn't blow up in our face, but uh, yeah, Another- yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Another cool thing that I like that they added is that they tied in the questing in the caravan system within it, you know, so like, and, and season castles and, and everything else, PVP, it's mm-hmm. not just going out in the world, just hunting people just for the sake of hunting them. You know, like if you do the quest to stop this caravan or you do the quest to start the caravan and, and finish it, you know, and you have to be on the road and um, protect the caravan against any, uh, bandits trying to raid you guys and the fact that it's real players makes it that much more compelling you know at least to me it does yeah. um and even and- if you're just walking by and you see a caravan under attack you might decide to wait and once everything's lower attack it attack it yeah and then you as, get as just a, a third yep. party just so you can mm-hmm. get the loot mm-hmm. <laughs> and i, I hope that awesome. that doesn't become like the main strategy i really don't but um in certain mm-hmm. circumstances i could see that working very very well um but yeah even then though like it creates that niche for the PVP -er, you know, and it's not just open world PVP. It is open world PVP, but there's so many things within that, that you can really Mm -hmm. capitalize on to give you that better experience of, of player versus player, you know? Exactly. And And there's also arenas in the, um, that's going to be in the game, which is also another PVP aspect. If you just like a controlled PVP environment, you know, you could also do that. So, I feel it's going to be a lot greater than what people grief about. So since you brought it up, uh, what is your guys' thoughts on the arenas? I, 
I know they said there, there will be 1v1 and I think like 2v or 3v3. 3v3 and then 20 versus 20 they're working in, yeah. Yeah, so like, I know for me personally, I, I'm fine with the 1v1 if they wanted to make it like, like one, if you just want to duel or mm -hmm. if you wanted to like queue up against somebody else, if you wanted to do like a meet on the field of honor type deal, I could see mm -hmm. that. And you want to ensure that nobody else can really interact with that fight, just you and the other person. But I, I have heard that they've considered putting in ladders, which for me, going back to like World of Warcraft, I've been playing since vanilla, like since its launch. And I remember when arenas entered and that's honestly what made the balance happen bad <laughs> yeah um for for the game and it, it it's the worst thing they did for balance because originally it was always balanced around bigger battlegrounds the smallest thing was 10v10 mm. uh, for warsong gulch um and that's not to say i don't like arena but even the devs back in the day back in bc had said like if we could we should have just stopped arena after that expansion because since it's so much smaller, it's you can't balance 8v8, but then you're going to have people arguing 1v1 for in 3v3 balance. They're going to want that. So what, what do you guys think? Do you think that's... Am I being too much of a worry wart? Do you guys agree? You know, just like you, I, I'm going back to World of Warcraft as well, because that's really the only game that I've played that has that arena uh, sort of feel to it. I've enjoyed arenas throughout the the years of playing World of Warcraft, but it is a struggle at times, especially with the the way World of Warcraft has went. But with Ashes of Creation, I'm I'm sort of feeling passive towards it. You know, I I'm not too not too sure on how I can go about feeling on it. Um I, I hope that it works out really well and that it doesn't backfire on everybody. But at the same time, it's not something that I think I'm going to focus on in the game. It's not something that I um, will really get into unless, I don't know, maybe some more information comes out that seems a little more solid or in stone. Okay. Uh, what about you, Play? I am the complete opposite. <laughs> I plan to doing it all the time, at least. And and if we're not doing anything like guild wise, or maybe we are doing something that's just within the guild internal, you know, um, for a long time, I wanted to incorporate, which we have now, but we've incorporated different ways to um, gain leadership in the guild by dueling. So um, I think that the arena could be a good strong point point in how to uh maybe make it more fair in terms of the rules and everything um but i always imagine like our whole guild in a circle and then the two guys that want to uh go for the leadership spot step out in the center and then duel and then the the victor gets this okay position so military node might be your guys's focus yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah military node is, is mm -hmm. what we want to majority of us want to do um there's definitely uh great benefits for all the nodes you know um we do have so we're also evil i don't know if i mentioned that so we're gonna have a strong presence with religion and the uh i believe the goddess of fates the evil one yeah um okay. i forgot her name nora menorah or something like that i, I uh, i'll be honest i haven't looked too deep into the religion yeah. yet i gotta find me a religion guild to talk to 
Yeah, I mean, well, you got one here. We we definitely really like mm-hmm. the religion aspects to it. Um with shrines and all that stuff, but going back to the arena, I love the fact that the arena can is going to be a thing. I love uh fighting and dueling with each other. Um I think also they can take the arena a lot further. I haven't looked at too much of the news current on what they want to do with the arena yet, just that they are doing them. But um, like I would like to see players be able to sit in the stands and they can bet on who they want, who they think is going to win or the team they think is going to win. So mm-hmm. they can make it very, very community focused um, and then also offer prizes or rewards. You know, um, whoever's in control of the node and the guild that's or the guilds that are in control of the node, they can put rewards within the um within the arena or they unlock rewards within the arena that um people that fight in the arena can achieve you know whether it be gear or money or materials or what have you you know mm-hmm. um i think that that could be taken really really far um and i hope that they do do that you know uh, we'll see but so my only yeah. fear with that is and i'm i'm going to keep using world of warcraft because it's my primary mmo um so take like Feral Druid. Right now in Feral Druid for dungeons and raids, they they do great damage, but they don't bring a lot of utility that Balanced Druid doesn't do better or mm. safer. Um, however, if they added more utility, they would become like, but because of the damage they bring and the abilities that they do have, they are incredible in, in arena and in small, close combat. If they brought more utility, they would be ungodly. Uh, or disc priests in dungeons disc priests have like no real kick which is very important in five man dungeons which is one of like the cornerstones of the game right now giving them a, a consistent kick though would make them ungodly in in arena so it makes balance very hard because you feel like you're mm-hmm. missing something and in, in, in one side of the game no matter which one you're playing like so if you're playing the pvp you're like man i feel like i'm missing something because some classes right. that are really good in, in like the dungeon stuff and I, I can see an argument for like it that's what makes these choices really meaningful but at the same time it just it's kind of rough like the uh, druid has a great ability like the, the the tank druid has an amazing pvp ability where you charge and you knock away all the characters um in between you and your target and it's fantastic in pvp it's a lot of fun to use and if they if it was in pve if it was allowed to be used in dungeons it'd be a really unique way of displacing some people can't be used in pv so you just feel like you're like mm-hmm. that sucks and that that's that's something i'm kind of worried about or if, if there is a focus on arena specifically ones and threes I, I i think i'd be fine with a 10 v 10s especially if they took some like apoc stuff so like hey looks so we don't have to balance too much Let's add in a randomization element. You'll start with like no gear. You have to go pick up some gear, something like that, or the gear is just randomized. Mm-hmm. So that you know to help smooth out any of the balance, you can blame the RNG. Or I you would can be, be more like okay a with gladiator, that. and you mm-hmm. put it on before you go up into the actual arena. You know. Yeah, something something like that. I, I know a lot of people have said they don't want to do champions because that that kind of feels it defeats the purpose of building your own character. Um, but that, that's mm-hmm. where my worry comes from. If they make it a cornerstone of the game, that something has to give. You you can't have 8v8. At some point, people are going to ask, like, we want to do 3v3s. 1v1s are still very asked for in World of Warcraft. Um, 
but like 2v2s, 3v3s, they don't, they just won't feel good. Um, you'll have a very clear meta, and those who like smaller intimate combat might not have a great time. Um, is that? I think it just has to be well balanced, you know, on all different spectrums, whether it be in a huge siege battle to all the way down in a 1v1, you know, like it, it would have to be balanced. But the thing is with MMOs, it's super hard to balance classes that are very different from each other that mm -hmm. follow the holy trinity of an MMO, you know, like it's, yeah. there's going to be parts where it's going to be like, it's not going to balance, like you can't balance, you can't balance mm -hmm. a warrior doing a, a shit ton or a fighter doing a shit ton of DPS and uh, uh, a straight healer just haunts, constantly heals. Like eventually it's something's going to run out. He's good. Cleric's going to run out of mana. Um, the warrior might, I don't know, break his sword i don't know just giving you sure. um right so i mean yeah i i think it it's just comes down to a balancing issue and, and really balancing the main classes and then any augments of different classes on top of that could be i guess you know influence but not to the, to the degree where it breaks the balancing you know which is a very fine line i feel when creating jeff has a very tough thing to work out <laughs> Yeah, uh, especially since unlike World of Warcraft, there isn't, and that's something I've, I've seen a lot of people like, well, what, like this is going to be my raid build, and I was like, You're, that's not it, because you have mm -hmm. to PvP to get to that raid. Yep. Um, it's it's not World of Warcraft. Like in World of Warcraft, I have like four different builds for one spec that I'll use, depending on what, what's going on, mm -hmm. let alone different specs. Um, your, your your build is your build. It, it seems in, in AOC, and of course, this is all very subject to change. We're still, at best guess, two to three years out. But uh, for right now, I, I feel like this isn't just your PvP one, it's your PvE one. So you need these abilities to work against mobs and players to a semi-equal, because like, you don't want to be doing, you know, hardcore mathematics. Right. <laughs> to yeah. figure out, it's like, it, it'll attack this mob, at, but I... But it'll, and then if I attack the player, it does 25% less. But then I saw the mob over here. It's like, I don't want to be doing that. And frankly, I don't think I want my computer to have to be doing, doing that either. <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, Malator, what, what, which way do you float with uh, the conversation? The way I feel is this, the, uh, the main classes, like what Plate said, should be balanced. At least as best as possible, like... Again, like he mentioned, trying to balance those three roles is going to be near impossible. Um, but if we could get the main classes balanced and then having those subclasses sort of counter the uh, other classes in, in means of PvP, I mean, that would make things pretty interesting. Um, it would make you kind of think of what you should do when when facing this sort of person or that sort of person. Because, um, mm -hmm. again, just going back to World of Warcraft, when you jump into a, a an arena, a random one, or one that's already uh, pre-planned, um, once you're facing something, that's it. So if you see your counter that's it, you already know you lost, or it's going to be an extremely hard win, or it's just going to be a pointless fight. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, it would be good for just those classes to be, the main classes to be balanced, and then those subclasses to be something that would be more countering towards a different class, 
or something that could boost you up in a PvP. Let's say you are a healer and you're fighting against someone who's a DPS, so you have that subclass to kind of back you up and give you a little more support and utility when fighting against uh, a different uh, or that countering class. I, I do know that they said that they want a clear rock, paper, scissors system for balancing so mm -hmm. like if you are doing 1v1s there will come times where you log in or you jump into the match and you're like okay i already lost <laughs> um yeah which I, that, I, for me it, it is it fine hard. yeah which is for me is fine if you understand like that's going to be how it's balanced uh same with the 3v3 once we get up to the 8v8 or the 10v10 it's far more nebulous so like that's that's where the numbers of the number of people there help like shore up any of the imbalances um and then if they wanted to take it that one step further I, I would not mind seeing some of the apoc stuff i don't hate everything about like i i like battle royales i, I think a 10 v 10 you go out you know, like you're, you're dropped on an island you go out to like get to pick up some weapons and stuff wouldn't be horrible um but yeah we'll we'll, we'll just have to wait and see what what happens there um but we, we've talked about arenas quite a bit, uh, moving away from that, uh, sieges and how they're working. What do you guys think about uh, the current implementation that we have for sieges, what we've seen so far? Um, what I would say is yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> more. Just say more. Mm -hmm. yeah, more. Add more things. <laughs> uh, do you guys happen to watch like the, the castle siege that they went through where Steven just put on god mode so we could see what was yeah, happening. Yeah, I did. It was very hard to see cuz of the, all the particles and stuff. Mm -hmm. But um dude, that was a showdown, man. I I was getting so excited watching that. That's it's just if if they could achieve that, you know, and but I didn't feel like nobody was dying, you know? It like took forever to kill somebody, you know? Yeah, that was definitely one of the bigger um like notes that a lot of people talked about. It was like things things are taking a long time to die. Um yeah. It's like hours. Like, like, it was like, kind of like geez. that with the, the boss fight as well. And I know the boss fight was tuned for a much larger party. Mm. For a game like Ashes, I personally, I feel it would it would feel a lot more rooted if it was a bit... <clears throat> I, I like PvP. Like, like that, that's pretty fast and twitchy. It's, it's I, I, I come from shooters and fighters like Smash. I, I like games that don't mm. last forever. Like, nothing tilts me more in in uh in world of warcraft pvp where i'm i get like the priest down to almost dead or the or the druid or the paladin or even the warrior i, I get like every single class has a full heal and it's infuriating to get something down from to five percent and then just a click of a button they're back up to max health and just like mm. what is the point of this um so i'm hoping they speed that up and um I, I know they said somewhere that they had a general idea for how long they wanted fights to be but i for something like in Ashes, it's supposed to be, feel kind of rooted and dangerous. I think dying quickly, but also being able to kill quickly would help with that. Um, would you guys agree, or do you do you like something a little longer? Maybe not as long as what we've seen so far? I would say I want something that's based on skill. However long that takes, you know, and I don't want it to take as long as we've seen it. You know, I want it to be shorter than that. But um, if the game is made by skill rather than stats, you know, and... and we'll see how influential stats really are, but um, mm -hmm. I feel that that will also help balancing things. You know, if, if it's more on skill based than um, health and, and gear and stat based, then I think that um, 
we can see PVP and seizures and everything be a lot more fun in that regard. Because when you go to shooters, when you go to uh, like Super Smash or any fighting games, like it's all skill, it's all timing, it's all mm-hmm. um, direction based and everything. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's my two cents, anyways. Yeah, yeah Malator, I, any thoughts? I'm all for skill versus or skill more skill than stats. Um, stats is uh, it's supposed to help you. Not so much uh, decide whether you're going to be the victor or the loser. Um, I know with World of Warcraft, that was a really big issue where someone who got just carried through all the mythics and raids and things like that could just walk in with the best gear and just completely destroy you. And then later on in the game, they scaled it down to where even though your ability says it does 50% of the damage, if you fight someone who has a different item level than you, then it it squishes that a little bit. I didn't really care for that. So um, I'm definitely for the skill. If you're good and you you know your character and you play your character a lot and you learn the the different abilities and what you can and cannot do, um, that should be the the thing that makes you victorious in in battle instead of just having all the stats in, in the game and the best gear in the game. That should all just be something that supports you and helps you out. For me to get, like play the devil's advocate, um, let's say we have a player that comes in, they're, they have a long history of just shooters. So they, they play an archer, they're really good at hitting headshots. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can see where some would say, okay, look, yes, he's hitting a lot of headshots, but I've dumped you know, 200 hours into this character getting good, like the best gear that should help like defend against something. Like, Do you think... Uh, where where would you put that on the spectrum of like raw skill, and where versus like actual time invested? Because it it's not always a one for one like raw like time invested into the game doesn't always equate to the amount of skill you actually have in that game. Because you know previous games and things like that. I I would say about forty percent is a good number, is what your gear and and stats will do for your character. All right, so like a, a sixty forty ratio. Mm-hmm. They're like sixty percent skill. Mm-hmm. 60% skill um, and timing and everything within that. Um, and then 40% for your gear and your stats and your time invested. And 100% confidence. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, because that's, I know in like World of Warcraft, that's definitely not the case. Um, uh, right now, I, I'm playing a hunter. I was a Beastmaster hunter for the first few weeks of the expansion, but. Uh, I, just, I couldn't like me can't like numerically I cannot keep up with the damage of marksmen so I flipped the marksman uh, I got very lucky already had really good gear which meant that even playing my marksman badly because I had never ever ever in the last 15 years actually played that spec playing it badly did more damage than playing my beastmaster well which feels miserable from my point of view but like my guild didn't understand why I was so upset at my numbers because I was just bad which meant my numbers should have been far higher and even though it might be but it was solely because of my gear that i was still ranking fairly well in my uh my guild's meters mm-hmm. so uh yeah, yeah. i i whereas yeah, i can, I can see, see that yeah um I, I i didn't like that as a player but i can see where some people are like dude I, i've invested hundreds of hours 
my my character should be stronger um from the some gear, part of that's just you know imbalanced but yeah uh through gear mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because if, if you have invested like 200 hours in your character you've got the bis everything should somebody who's just mechanically landing who's just mechanically better have a huge uh I don't know what I'm trying to say because like, it's an MMO. It's not a Twitch. I get it. I, yeah, I, I get what yeah. you're saying. Um, typically, like what I would think, I see that's that's the problem with with the investment. You know, um, I feel though what you're going to invest in ashes is going to be different than World of Warcraft. I think sure. that um, because of how there's almost a holy trinity between PvP pve and crafting within itself you know like they all rely on each other within this game in order to make everything function too you know um so if they did do it where it would be like say say it's flipped so gear is 60 right um and there's more of a ceiling of to get to that 60 percent than not you know like typically skill would be like the the primary uh avenue to the game or the primary like way to be good at the game not just investing time you know like you don't you don't play a video game to just invest your time you play the video game to get better at the video game right so if you make it skill based then you can have it people i feel at least at least what i get out of it i feel i get more satisfaction out of being a better player at the game than having the highest uh better best in slot per se um mm -hmm. but that doesn't say that I, I don't want to that to be a huge avenue to the game i want that to be very important too because like another great thing about mmos is getting gear killing things to get gear the whole monster hunting thing um which which should eventually you know um be part of the pinnacle to the game um, I just don't think it should be the end all be all for this game just based on the player versus player influence that they'll have uh, worldwide, you know? Um, sure. Yeah. Um, and and I, th I think that's yeah. where a lot of the divide comes from is like, do you want it to be a MOBA or do you want it to be mm -hmm. an MMO? Because uh, the mm -hmm. MMO is time trumps everything. The time invested should feel very impactful. If I no life this game for 200 hours, it should feel more impactful than the guy who's only been playing for five. Whereas with a MOBA, let, let's say I've, I've never played the MOBA. I'm just God's gift to Riot and I'm super good at League for whatever reason. Uh, you can walk in brand new to League and just wreck it. Mm. Um, That's what I've if... been doing lately. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Malator is God's gift to Riot. <laughs> yeah. Maybe um, Nautilus. But... <laughs> Yeah, that's that's uh, I, I I can see both sides of that. Obviously, I I come from like enjoying esports, so I I get, I get mm -hmm. it. But also at the same time, I'm I'm in a weird place. But like I started playing all the way back in like Gaia, Ultima, into Classic Warcraft. I I understand where older school MMO players are coming from. Yeah. So it's that's gonna be an interesting balance to watch from Intrepid. Um, yeah, we'll have. To I see. don't envy that. <laughs> Um, I want to also see like what you were talking about earlier with the gear, mm -hmm. with the gear, um, how you switched from a Beastmaster to a marksman or whatever it was on the mm -hmm. hunter class. Um, and then what do you do with that gear? You know, do you sell it or whatever? Um, so I don't want, and I don't think this is true, but 
you can't once you pick your secondary class, you can't re-roll, right? Or is it you can't re-roll your first? And and, and just for clarity's sake, for anybody listening, because I know it's a it's a huge confusion as the terms. I I do wish Intrepid think thought of something different. So you pick the primary archetype, which is just the eight like archetypes: the the tank, fighter, cleric, mm-hmm. mage, etc. And then you pick a secondary archetype. One plus one equals class. Um, that's where we get the thirty-eight or whatever it is, thirty-six. Right. Classes. Um, Six, I think so it's sixty-four. That might be it. It was something. It's yeah, eight times eight. Sixty-four. 64. I, I know. I know math. It's not very. <laughs> <late for me. laughs> get your computer to um, do. <laughs> so yeah. Um, once you pick your primary archetype, that is set in stone for that character. You'd have to re-roll entirely. The secondary archetype, you can change. Uh, you get that at level 20 as of right now, but you can change that. It, we don't know what the process will be. It, it's still up in the air. Um, mm-hmm. Some people have suggested it just be a small quest chain. Others have said going to an NPC and being like, yeah, I kind of want to do this, or maybe a quest chain to unlock that archetype and then being able to switch it just by going to an NPC um, once you have it unlocked. It, 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 it depends. There, there's a wide variety of people who kind of like, we understand we don't want the game to be as free as World of Warcraft. Where I, it's literally a press of a button for me. Um, and for my gear, I got lucky in that I just had a ton of crit. And, and it comes down, for WoW, it comes down to stat weights, especially in Shadowlands. Um, right. I don't know how stat weights are going to look like in Ashes. I also, we don't know, like in, in WoW, your, your stats... Um, some gear will have like it'll have agility and intellect and the intellect won't work until like you switch to another spec that uses right. intellect and it'll just automatically flip i strongly doubt that's going to be the case in ashes so uh yeah the the gearing for multiple i i don't know how that's going to look i would imagine though if, if you're trying to consistently flip you'll probably have multiple sets but you i Whereas I don't think you'll have like a PvP set, a raid set, a dungeon set, which we kind of like some people right now, like I have a PvP set because it has a lot more verse in World of Warcraft. Um, mm-hmm. I, my raid and dungeon set's pretty much identical. Um, I don't think we'll have that in Ashes. What it'll probably come down to is I have my primary set. And then if I know if I'm going into like a dragon fight, you'll bring fire resistant gear. Kind of going back to those old classic days where you, Right. ground up fire resistant to go into the molten core mm-hmm. um which makes before sense. we started doing it naked <laughs> <laughs> um so I, I i think that might be where we end up with that for gearing for multiple things that's all conjecture though i i have actually there's no facts behind this because it's all still very much to change yeah i'm i'm excited to see how it goes with what they end up doing with it cuz it could definitely Personally, I don't want multiple sets of gear. I don't think I, I just want to get the stuff that I the best stuff I can find or uh, trade or whatever, you know. Um, but I get it. Like if if you're in a very fire intensive zone, like when they're fighting that fire dragon, I feel like um, depending on the tier, even I don't know even know if they're doing this, but the difficult. Oh yeah, so how the faster you do the dungeon, the faster, the harder it gets, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So like the faster you do it and the more proficient you get at it, by the end, like you're going to need resistance gear because his fire is just like way too, way too strong. Yeah. And it might be that's how they kind of do buffs. And instead of like mm-hmm. 
running around like so let's say classic as a as an example it's kind of a meme i'll, but, I'll be right back sorry guys one sec sure um i'll, I'll keep going as you, you can take classic as an example you run through hit up uh, like six different open world areas to get buffs and then then you go to the dungeon that, that might end up being uh, kind of how they do that in ashes where you have a few different sets and those sets are kind of like those buffs what do you think malator that would be nice. I mean, I don't think I was able... Well, Burning Crusades, we did have some things like that. But um, it would make things a lot more interesting and a lot more... Um, how do you say? Uh, I would call it crunchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd give a little more bite to what we're doing. Um, and it would kind of lock out the the ones who aren't pushing hard enough or not putting in that time and effort into the game. Uh, so people who do put in the time and effort, people who do push harder and, and want to continue on, they're going to get that better gear. They're going to get those uh, those better um, crafting supplies, things like that, and able mm -hmm. to progress further. Whereas people who are playing more casually or um, not putting in the time and effort, they're going to kind of be locked out of that and not be able to do those things without a carry or or things like that. So... Yeah. I, I really like the idea of like the atonements and and such to get into certain dungeons and uh, raids and things like that. Look, I, I we can definitely keep talking about this for like the next three hours. Um, obviously, <laughs> I love talking about this game and all of our hopes for it. But uh, we we are just just over the hour mark to to help start wrapping us up. Um, jumping all the way back to the raiders. Uh, for those that are interested, uh, I, I think the, the biggest question a lot of people like would like to know is like, when, when your Discord is packed, everybody happens to be there. What what would you say a normal gaming session is with y'all? Are you currently kind of a little on the quiet side while waiting for the game to launch? Um, yeah, we're more so on the quiet side. We do talk like every day, pretty much. Um, it might not be a lot. It might be a lot, um, depending on what's kind of happening. Um, but. Right now, we're kind of all doing our own things. We did try to do some games together, but it didn't really interest anybody. So um, we kind of just stuck to whatever, play whatever game you want. You know, it's still sure. still going to be talking about Ashes, still have plans. Um, I try to incorporate everyone um, that for news and updates and everything and what the guild's going to be doing and what we end up planning. So, um, yeah. Come check uh -huh. it out. If anybody wants to come in our guild and in our Discord, um, do we should we provide the link and all that? We'll provide all that. Um, I, I generally provide all those for the post found on this, and of course, everyone can anyone can contact me on Discord. And I know you guys post fairly regularly on the forums mm -hmm. and as well as in the Discord, the guild recruitment post. I know yep. you're primarily an OCE guild. Are you also doing NA as well, uh, recruiting there? Yeah, yeah. So we are we are multi-server guild, so we'll be on NA and OCE. Mm -hmm. Um so if you guys are both um US or Australia, come hit us up. Be happy to take you on. We do have some guys from like Singapore and stuff too, which is cool. Um that's going to be playing on our on our server and stuff. So we'll also have to see how um the server latency is between the servers. We might just all play on NA, you know. Um but we can't really test that out until we get to like alpha 2 or or anything like that so well guys you guys have been great i've had a great time talking y'all um 
for everyone out there that is listening, thank you so much for getting to this part of the episode. Don't forget to subscribe, like, hit the bell button, every, every little YouTube thing you can for uh, whatever platform that you found us on. And yeah, I, I can't wait to see what you guys do. I'm, I am really excited to see some of the narratives you guys and Thogly are building up and how that grows into the rest of the community. Yeah. Thanks, man. It was really, really great having you having us on. Um, but yeah, like I said, if you guys are out there looking for a guild, you guys like what we're about, like what we're doing, don't be afraid to check us out. Uh, PM me plate, uh, number sign five, two, six, six on discord. Um, you can hit me up anytime. I'll, uh, be sure to get you guys a response. Same here. Melator number sign zero, 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 one. All nice. right. <laughs> well, guys, you have a great day. Thank you again, guys, for being on. And I'll see you all in the next episode. Awesome. Thanks, Mason.